Welcome back, everybody. How you been? What you doing? Wherever you are, be careful. Be safe. We are back with Clone Wars commentary. And by we, I mean me and Grace. Say hi, Grace. Hi, Grace. Hello. <laughs> I love it when people say that. Um, it's my favorite thing. I know it's stupid, but I love it. Um, where did my document go? That's not what I wanted. Really starting off good here, you guys. Really, really proving how professional we are. Um, <laughs> Clone Wars commentary fashion. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, in my unpreparedness, because I'm fine with being honest with you guys, <laughs> um, I'm back at work. I'm starting my master's program. Grace is still finishing. Are you still finishing school? No, so, basically, okay, so, the spring semester's done, mm -hmm. but they messed up one, like, they messed up a thing, so I was missing one credit oh, to right. qualify for uh, a scholarship, so I had to sign up for an additional project over the summer. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, so, she's doing that, so we've been a little busy over here at Castle Run Weekly. Um, yes. So last week we did not have any episodes come out, so that is our bad, but at the same time, you know, life gets in the way and you guys are dedicated, so we appreciate it. Um, we are starting season three of Clone Wars right now. Woo! Woo. Like, took me forever to get through season two, I feel like. Um, so for those of you that are just now joining us or haven't been to Clone Wars commentary before, um, we are trying to do Clone Wars commentary in the arcs. So not just episode by episode, not just a whole season in an episode. Um, so we're doing it in arcs. So for season three to step it up, um, it's episodes one and two complete an arc. Uh, episode one is called clone cadets. Episode two is called arc troopers. Um, so some of the content might run in between, but we are going to talk about some specific things per episode as well. Are you ready, Grace? I am ready. Okay, I'm not, but here we go. Yay! <laughs> um, yay. So Clone Cadets, episode, season three, episode one, starts with the fortune cookie that says, Brothers in arms are brothers for life. You know, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> That's so mean. But, like, to the clones, that yeah. makes sense. Maybe to, like, yeah. veterans in the military, that absolutely matters to their heart, and it's near and dear to their heart, or people currently enlisted. But, for me, <laughs> as an individual, I'm just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's relevant I mean, to Star Wars, not relevant to the real world, at least. Yeah. In my it's, daily life. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, it's definitely fitting mm -hmm. considering the content of the arc. Yes. Because, like, again, they're brothers. Yes. I mean, they're all clones. They're exactly. all the same person. But, yeah. nevertheless, they are brothers. And I've heard this phrase a lot. I've used this phrase quite a, a lot as well. But the idea of, like, how family isn't always blood. Yes is also a big thing when it Absolutely. comes to, like, you're my brother, I care about you. Mm -hmm. Like, a good example of that would probably be Anakin and Obi-Wan. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Being like, they're brothers, because, like, they went through all these experiences together, and they're mm -hmm. not necessarily blood-related. 
I feel like the clones are the same way, but they are quite literally... <laughs> Blood related. By, yes, well, they're connected by genetics. Yeah. So, like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, absolutely. Suits, it suits the arc very well, mm-hmm. I feel like. If and it suits Star Wars very well, too. Yeah. I feel like if it was in a different arc, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what which arc quite yet. Yeah, I don't know. But if it was in a different arc, it might not fit as well as it does for this one. Yeah, that's entirely fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for Clone Cadets, basically, it introduces us to their not only like their training program but just like what it's like to be a clone um which i feel like is important we don't get to see it very often simply because we see the clones when they're in action um but not necessarily how they get to that point um we've just always been told the via star wars content that like oh well they're trained and they have this um like learning and they have this growth spurt and this all of these things you know that go into their uh ability to become a clone trooper but we and we often like revel in the fact that they have personalities but we see that once they're already in like a a battalion if you will um versus in their training program so i do appreciate it for that to see more of their content considering it's called the clone wars Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's definitely a good way to go about it, mm-hmm. because, like, again, between episode one and between episode two, when the Clone Wars, no, excuse me, I'm sorry, um, episode two and episode three, mm-hmm. um, when the Clone Wars is occurring, um, you don't really see a lot of that stuff, you mm-hmm. just, it's instantly, like, Bam, on Geonosis, when all the clones show up, and, like, when Obi-Wan goes to Kamino, and, um, like, all that stuff that happens in Attack of the Clones, Mm -hmm. it's, like, they were just a plot device. They weren't, like, like, their name is quite literally the title of the movie. Yeah. That they didn't really serve another purpose. So, being able to see, like, their origins and how they grow... Quote, yeah. Unquote, because they, <laughs> yeah. They're like hyper-accelerated growth. Um, I don't know. It's like, it's a really cool aspect of Star Wars that mm-hmm. I think we wouldn't have gotten had the Clone Wars not existed. So Absolutely. I'm glad that it exists, is yeah. basically what I'm saying. For sure. And this, um, I actually just read this, and it made me think about the fact that people might not even know this or might not recognize it if they're just watching the Clone Wars, you know, it might not click because for me, it doesn't always. Um, so this episode aired together with ARC Troopers, so it did air as an ARC together um, as a one-hour premiere for Season 3, and it serves as the prequel to Season 1's episode of Rookies. Um, which yeah, is, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's it's really referenced in episode two which we'll get to um i didn't realize is that one of the only episodes that like did that or was that with like every season premiere i don't think it's every season premiere but i think that it's not the only one that did that there are other things that are prequels to things within clone wars i'm pretty sure i meant where they premiered like as two episodes into one episode oh i don't know I don't know. 
Yeah, I never. I don't think I've that's... never really noticed that until you said it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's just like, I guess they probably just broke it up into the two because, even though they connect, the contents themselves are different. You know, so yeah. to make it an episode, mm-hmm. they were able to like just cut it in half. Um, right. The official description of episode one is five headstrong clones struggle to complete their training on Camino. These cadets, Heavy, Cut-Up, Droidbait, Fives, and Echo, seem to be a quote-unquote bad batch and are unable to work as a team. As Shock T and Drill Instructors Brick and LS, LS debate the cadets' fate, the clones learn to work together and accept their destiny as soldiers. Um, that's a pretty self-explanatory explanation, but a few like fun things just to keep in mind. Uh, they are known as Domino Squad. Uh, they are pre-graduation for this exercise on Camino to hopefully get on the front lines and also possibly be identified as an ARC trooper. Um, but, like, from the moment we open, Shakti and the the two bounty hunters, recruited bounty hunters that are there for the training, are already, like, doubting their abilities. Um, but we already know them, like, as a squad and as a team. And I don't know... I don't I don't remember Cut Up and Droid Bait being involved longer than this. Yeah. Cuz like I haven't watched season 3 in a while. Um mm-hmm. I did watch a couple of the episodes like a couple days ago to mm-hmm. prep for this episode, but it had been a while. So like yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was because like I just wasn't thinking, and maybe, hey, they got new nicknames or whatever. Right, right. But, yeah, they don't come to mind. No, and, like, it might also just be from the sheer, like, overshadowing of, like, Fives and Echo. Um, and even Heavy, I feel like. But at the same time, when I think about Heavy, I think about being a Heavy in Battlefront. So that's immediately what I think of. So I could just be, my brain could be running over lots of different things. Um, for the special, like, character highlight, I guess, um, that I try to do in each of these, we're going to talk about Brick. So we're going to do a quick Google Brick Star Wars, The Clone Wars. This is real-time entertainment. Okay. So, oh, God, I just, it pulled up the picture. And I am reminded of why I'm uncomfortable. So he is the one that's got, like, the brain head. He is a male Cinetine bounty hunter. Um, along with his partner, the Arcona bounty hunter, L.S. L.S.? Like, it's E-L hyphen L-E-S. Was hired by the Galactic Republic to train clone cadets during Clone Wars. And he held the rank of Master Chief. Um, so... Hello? I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna pull up Cinetine. Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen that species before outside of this. Never. At least I don't think that. Yeah, there's a quote by Grand Moff Lozen Tolruck that says, Never trust a Cinetine. A brain that large contains a multitude of treacheries. <laughs> what does that mean? Why, why are they... Oh. Treacherous. Uh, they had pale skin, pupilless eyes, <laughs> large and advanced oh, brains. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's a gross way to worst. describe it. You remember him? He's the one with the big brain for a head. Yeah. It's nasty. Uh-huh. Nasty. Oh, Beck LaWise, a member of the Separatist Senate, was a member of the species. Let's click that and see what comes up. Beck is B-E-C, and LaWise is exactly how it sounds. Um, my computer is really struggling right now. Um, Beck LaWise, where's the picture? Oh, ew, okay, so Beck LaWise is obviously the same thing, has a big brain for a head, but you know the, the thing that is that looks like this? around his head yes and yes. his brain is like here that's that's nasty uh-huh. <laughs> that's real that is real strange yeah i'm i'm entertained by it. i always think about this so my mom shared this thing on facebook yesterday i guess and it was like yeah. what the skull looks like what an alien movie would make it look like and then what the actual animal is and it was like a yeah. hippo skull, and then it was like an alien version with that same skull shape, and then at the bottom it was like a picture of a hippo. It was really funny, That's but I always think about that. I'm like, you could literally just look at a bunch of skulls all day, or just like different things that we've seen throughout life. So like a brain, uh, this is going to sound gross, but like a tongue, a foot, and just like create aliens out of it. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> I mean... Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. I was watching Stranger Things, and I'm really getting off topic here, but you know what? Whatever. Um, I was watching Stranger Things, and me and my roommates were just watching the spoiler alert uh, in season three. Um, the monster. Oh my god, what's it called? Demi-Gorgon. The Mind Flayer. Um, so the big one uh, in the mall. He's all, like, gross and disgusting. And I was like, this is disgusting. Like, I want to die. I'm so uncomfortable. And then I was like, you know what, though? I can't wait to design something super nasty that's a scary monster for one of my movies. That's all I want. Have you ever played or watched The Last of Us? The Last of Us? No. It's the video game. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Where they have, like... They're called. They're basically zombies. They're called infected instead instead of zombies. Apparently, zombies is copyrighted. Uh, where they basically became infected from like this spore fungus thing, and then like basically are zombies because of the, because of the. Uh, That's gross. Um. Yeah. Disc- yeah. Uh, honestly, the word spores, <laughs> like, it makes me think of, uh, trypophobia, which yeah, I just, it's, it's I just 100%. committed it to memory, because my roommate, I think, has it. I think that's what she was saying. That's wild. Um, okay, let's make sure that we covered everything in episode one. Obviously, we didn't cover everything, but... Um, to basically talk about it, we see it's very self-explanatory. It's a very quick episode that just, like, gives you appreciation for, um, like, what they have to go through. Yeah, um, And, like, I guess that, I mean, that's half the battle, you know? Um, so... Basically, they have this, they do this first trial run, and it's just chaos. And, um, they, 
Oh god, what? Oh, that's when they meet 99. And yeah. uh is 99 like the elderly one? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I love him. He's so sweet. Yeah. So sad. Yeah, it makes it makes me feel so bad. Um, but so we meet him, and uh, basically, I mean, they're really mean to him. They're really big bullies to him. And um, he was a defect. huh? Because I think he was a defect, and yeah. that's why they. Yeah, I guess it's just like um, uh, like a like you were talking about earlier, the growth stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um. I guess it was, that was a defect of it all. And I guess it's like, I think he's not he the possibly, only one. He's not the only one. But I think basically what happened with him, I mean, people can correct me if I'm wrong, but he might have accelerated too fast oh. for growth. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's like elderly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. compared okay. to all the other clubs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That so makes like, sense. That's the only, at least from what I can remember, that's like the only kind of logical explanation. Yeah, yeah, um, no, for sure. He was the first clone, and they just kept him. Uh, true. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's the, I think it was the former that you were talking about. Like, um, and yeah, I mean, I said it, and then I realized that there's a literal whole episode called The Bad Batch where we meet, like, what's his face, all of them. Yeah. The big guy. And the little guy. And the nerdy guy. <laughs> I want to make that moment. Which one? The, with the glasses. Tech. Oh, Tech. That's his name. I yeah. would love to make Tech's on that. That's so That'd be cool. Because, cool. like, seeing a clone with glasses, because I have round glasses, was just very cool. Yeah. Because I was like, ooh. <laughs> it works. I could, I can put prescription lenses in it. Oh my god, that's so true. <laughs> that would be, be so cool. That'd be awesome. That. Yeah, oh that'd god. be cool. Add it to the list. <laughs> so, basically, um, they go through this whole one where they're bad together, and then they go through this whole one where um, they're trying to prove themselves so that they don't get kicked out of their program. And, like, Brick, the Cinetine, lays into them about it, and it's just, it is interesting that they brought in bounty hunters, but I guess until the clones, like, quote-unquote, belong to, I hate using that, but go to the Jedi, the Kaminoans can really just kind of do whatever they want as far as training and stuff goes, you know? So, bounty hunters and then having a Jedi oversee it is all they need. Um, The thing that kind of confused me was, like, I mean, maybe I don't under—I didn't understand context because mm-hmm. I was watching just those episodes mm-hmm. with no other context. But it seemed really strange to me that bounty hunters were there while Jedi were also there. Yeah, and like because Jedi normally go after bounty hunters for yeah. crimes. Yeah, <laughs> it's like at that point I was thinking, I'm like, are they gonna do illegal stuff? Like, is the Jedi going to try and, like, bamboozle their way out of it? Like, I don't know. No, yeah, I mean, when I first saw it, I had that same thought. The only reason that I think that it wouldn't be, like, or think that I'm, I'm not even okay, like, not okay with it, you know, but it's just, like, I now, when I rewatch those, I'm just like, okay, whatever. Because I think about the fact that, like, they created 
the clones out of Django, who is also a bounty yeah. hunter, and right. he's not there to train them anymore. Mace Windu, angry Mace with his purple lightsaber. He he did a shing. Yeah. Um, he did a shing. <laughs> Uh, so, in the end, as all things do, they persevere, and, um... Like a good troop of Boy Scouts. Yeah, they persevere like a good troop, and they, uh, figure out how to work together without making fun of each other, or with making fun of each other, but also, like, doing it in a loving way. (laughs) And, uh, 99, I feel like, not a huge part of it, but definitely a big part of it, by appealing to each of them in their time in, like, the bunk beds and stuff. Because in the end, Heavy gives his uh, medal that they get, their, his graduation medal, two ninety nine, um, Which is just so pure. It's like how Chewie never got a medal. Yeah. Oh. So they gave it to 99 because he got a graduate. Sweet I, angel. There's my sad moment. <laughs> yeah, we right. always have one of those. Yeah, we always have one of those. Gotta, you know? Um, so let's go ahead and move into episode two. Um, episode two is called The Arc Troopers, or it's called Arc Troopers. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And it basically runs back to back with this one. Um, it's the. I think there's like. A little time that passes, maybe like a day or two. Yeah, where they get shipped uh, out to both. to do this episode, you know. Right. Yeah. Um. The fortune cookie is fighting a war tests a soldier's skills. Defending his home tests a soldier's heart. I overemphasize my s's. <laughs> the thing about that one that mm-hmm. didn't really make sense is like, in my opinion. And this is just like my head canon, my opinion. It's yeah. not Star Wars canon. <clears throat> the clones don't really have a quote unquote home. Mm-hmm. Even though Camino is quite literally where they're created. Camino mm-hmm. doesn't really serve any other purpose besides production. Yeah. It's a factory and that's all there that's, that's all it. she wrote. That's, yeah. That's all it's there for. So, like, it's not really the definition of, like, home, at least in a traditional sense. Yeah. So, the thing that kind of confused me about it the most was, like, they're not defending their home. Mm-hmm. They're just defending each other. Yeah. They're yeah. defending the Republic. They're mm-hmm. defending Jedi they serve. Mm-hmm. They're not really defending a home. Yeah, that is an interesting point, because I feel like they talk about it a lot as if it is home. Yeah. And it's because, I mean, like you said, like, it's where they were created or whatever. But it's interesting to think about the sheer fact that, like, because they think of each other as brothers, um, because that's, I mean, I feel like that's a really large motivator for them. So I wonder if just, like telling themselves that they have a home in Camino is is a motivator as well. Yeah. And I feel like that's I mean, all it's there for, you know? Definitely. It also kind of makes me think, I don't remember which arc this is or which season, mm-hmm. but I think this actually happens a couple times where 
there were clones that defected mm-hmm. and that like started families and that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. For them, like they found home. Whereas, like, I feel like the other clones that didn't do that were like they weren't striving necessarily for that goal, mm-hmm. but they were striving for "quote unquote" home. Yeah. No, to absolutely. Be able to win the war and be able to settle possibly yeah it happens uh, at least exactly. once the the episode where rex gets hurt they find a defected clone um, right i don't remember what episode that is but yeah um so the official description of this episode is the republic learns of an Im- impending separatist attack on kamino anakin and obi-wan hurry to the planet after the republic repulses the separatist diversionary assault the real attack begins uh, Asajj Ventress and General Grievous and an army of droids rise out of the oceans <laughs> bent on destroying Kamino's close clone production facilities. Uh, Rex, Cody, Fives, Echo lead the clones in desperate defense of their home. Okay, so maybe that's why we don't keep track of Cut Up and whatchamacallit because it's replaced with Rex and Cody and Fives and Echo being a little group. Being a little team. Because I was going to say, like, Rex and I think Cody mm-hmm. are in the Clone Wars movie. Yeah. So, they already existed, and they were, like, further along the growth path or whatever mm-hmm. than Fives and Echo. Yes, yeah. yeah. They're, like, their dads. So, <laughs> yeah. I was, like, I was trying to think about it. I was, like, bones are making my brain hurt, but I still love them. Yeah, um, for sure. Sometimes thinking about timelines in Star Wars just makes my brain wonder. Yeah, it hurts me. Mm-hmm. But we try our best here at Castle Run Weekly. We truly do. Um, yes. At one point, I was going to try and, like, paint a Star Wars timeline and, like, frame it. <laughs> I, just, I gave that up real quick. The Clone Wars would be the entire frame. Yeah, exactly. Um, I could, like, write in, like, this is where Fives did this, this is where Echo did this, this is where Cody did this. This is where Fives died. (laughs) Yeah. Oops. Spoilers. Oh, not a spoiler. I don't care. I mean, it is, but, like... It is, but These people know what's up. Yeah. Um, okay, so this one, like, we were talking about is, like, included in, like, a whole hour episode with episode one. And it's forewarned by the destruction of Rishi Station. So in Rishi Station, for those that do not remember, it's all of our, like, main clones and then a few others that are rookies. Um, So I think Fives and Echo are rookies at that point. Yeah. And Cody and Rex show up. Yeah, to help them defend it. And I think that place gets blown up, the whole thing. Rishi Station just disappears. Um, But that's, like, a, a test of their true cloneness. (laughs) <laughs> yes and I I think it's I've said this exact word but I think it's interesting how I need to find it mm-hmm. how <laughs> they're like an army of droids rise out of the oceans like where were they hiding yeah is what were they question. in like what and, is it it was funny because when you first said, like, <clears throat> rises out of the ocean, I was thinking of that gif where it's Elmo and then it's surrounded by fire. It's just 
Surprise! Yeah, that's amazing. That's a perfect gift for almost every situation. That's not at all what happens, but... (laughs) No, it's not. No. That's so That's at least in my picture every time I read that sentence. I mean, yeah. This says, um, suspicious, Obi-Wan travels underwater, where he discovers that the pieces of debris falling into the Kamino and Ocean are actually components for attack craft being assembled by aqua droids. The droids discover and attack him, and he barely manages to get away astride an Awa, which is, I guess, one of those flying Loch Ness thingies. Oh, I thought Awa was a type of fish, but I'm thinking of Pandora. I was literally like, Awa is also the Pandora... Like, goddess God. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God thing? I don't know. Yeah. So, I completely forgot about that, about Obi-Wan diving down and seeing them. And I remember learning about aqua droids after watching that episode for the first time. And being yeah. like, what? Right. <laughs> like, it makes sense, but like, huh? I was just... I, to... <laughs> I don't remember what aqua droids look like. Like, all of a sudden, literally Aren't as soon as like... we started recording, I forgot about <laughs> I feel like in my head they are rectangle shaped, but like rectangle to a point, which would be a triangle. No, okay. I'm an Basically, idiot. you know what pit droids look like? Yes. They're basically pit droids on steroids. <laughs> so That's that I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but it did. Uh, basically, it's a really swole version of a pet droid. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense in my head. Yeah. And oh. it's, like, really strange to see, like... Yeah, I bet. Because I googled what it looked like, and there's a smash cut picture where it's that, and then it's a pet droid. Oh my god. Standing next to it. That's amazing. It's so funny. This... Oh my god, their arms I was trying to, like... Some of the droids, I mean, as much as I love the droids in Star Wars, as you guys know, as listeners know, (laughs) I love droids. Yeah. Um, these ones look really weird. I mean... I'm totally okay with Obi-Wan, just, like, I'm gonna just... (laughs) Just slice them all up. I mean, yeah, listen, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yes. You know what? My favorite... Maybe you can find some power converters below. <laughs> While you're at it. Um, one of my favorite droids is AP5. Like, he's so... It's very... AP5's, like, droid type is very Kingdom of the Crystal Skull shape. You know what I'm talking about? Um, and I just love him. That was just, like, made me have a thought when you were talking about droids. Um... He's not my favorite by any means, but he's funny. Huh? I just skipped ahead in the document, and all oh. I read was, Vibes and Echo snipe aqua droids. <laughs> I didn't even read that. Where did you read that? It's like... Oh, I see it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Um, So I wanted to talk about Topoka City. Topoka... Yes, please. City? I've never heard of it. It's a Kaminoan city, but it's the city that we see every time we see Kamino. They don't reference anything else on Kamino. It's the capital city of Kamino, and that's it. Is, is that the only city on Kamino? I don't know. 
That's what makes me wonder. Google. So the location is near the equator. The climate is rainy. Blah, blah, blah. Right? We know all that. Um, Oh, they have a Hazor Library and Records Office. (laughs) And they have a military complex on there. Um, Central points of interest. The Central Armory, the Clone DNA Room, the Egg Lab, the Embryo Room, the Genetic Records Hall, and Citadel Challenge. Oh, so those are just things we see in the city that makes sense i was like what <laughs> yeah i was gonna say oh i had a really good joke i can't remember oh dang <laughs> oh if somebody is giving like a tour of camino and they're like oh and on this side you'll just see endless ocean and on this side you'll see a factory where we make soldiers <laughs> trained to kill droids yeah seriously like it's just got to be like a flight tour and you're just like, yeah. if you look to your left, ocean. If you look to your right, ocean. If you look to your left again, there's the there's the capital city. If you look to your right, ocean. <laughs> they have five. No. <laughs> they have five cities. Five cities. One of them is called. Research City. Listen, I know y'all listening can't see my face, but like, what? You rolled your eyes so hard. <laughs> I mean, what? That's really strange. Listen, you can do whatever you want when you're writing movies and TV shows. The game is made up and the rules don't matter, okay? Right. Oh man, that's funny. We're off on a city. <laughs> Tangent. City tangent. <laughs> that's it so works, funny. I mean, yeah, there's really not I mean, anything that's else. Where the were hiding. <laughs> honestly, honestly. <laughs> they just come out of Research City. All the buildings are just droids. <laughs> Can you imagine just building droids that are like, all right, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> what, just, what now? They're just like. <laughs> They just stand up, and it's just, like, a building, but it has legs. Listen, if, imagine, if there's all, there's four, so there's Topoka City, and then there's four other buildings that are all building droids, and they all stand up out of the water, and they're like, alright, and then they walk over to Topoka City, and then they're surrounding it, and then Obi-Wan walks out, and he's like, how did this happen? We're smarter than this. <laughs> exactly. That's like, exactly what happened. <laughs> This is canon, you guys. Um, okay, let it, let, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's see where we can find some more details about Grievous and Ventress in this, because Just I don't remember. Just a clarification for yes. listeners, um, there aren't actually <laughs> building buildings. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair We're disclaimer. We're not building on Camino. That's just a weird headcanon that I have. It's amazing. Um, so in this, the whole like uh, catalyst of this is Grievous yes. and uh, Ventress doing what they do, you know. Uh, Grievous is to attack the barracks to kill all the clones he can find there. Um, and after I know, really, just like not hesitating at all. Um, after a short battle, what? Anakin didn't hesitate either. True. Um... After a short battle, Colt is the only clone guarding the DNA chamber. Before he can fight Ventress, 
force oh before he can fight Ventress force chokes him and impaled him with her lightsaber she's really just I mean she's an assassin whatever she just went Darth Maul on <laughs> yeah uh, she heads for the main DNA storage to secure the prime DNA sample of the clone's template so first of all the first thing that Grievous says to her that the Jedi intercept in this episode is that they're going there to prevent the making of clones why does she need the DNA template? Because then they can destroy it, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Um, destroy the clone 3D printer. Easy. <laughs> the clone 3D printer. I don't know why that was my choice of That's amazing. But, but as soon as you said DNA blueprint, my first, like, my first thought just went, 3D printer. I mean, yeah. This is a different franchise, but you know how, like, how, like, in Star Trek when they use the teleporter and it's, like, they kind of vanish yeah. when yeah. they appear? Yeah. It's like, it's it's that. like that. All the clones. Yeah. Listen, this is exactly how I imagined it until I was old enough to get what they were talking about. Oh, really? Yeah, when I was a kid, I was just like, oh, they'd just be making clones, and they just are in a machine, and they'd be popping out clones. Beam me up, Scotty. Yeah, that's all I imagine. Like, um, or it's like the Dr. Seuss book with Sneetches. Yeah. Where there's, yeah. like, the machine with, like... Yep, Sneetches with stars on their bellies. Stars? Or not yes. stars. <laughs> all of the clones, except for the Bad Batch, are star-bellied Sneetches. <laughs> <laughs> this episode <laughs> is going off the rails, and I love it. But it's okay. We I it. love it. We, we really need needed some this. Of those episodes sometimes. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I love it. That's half the that's half the fun of listening and recording podcasts. Yes. Most of my podcast entertainment that I find is when people go on tangents. Um, yes. Also, as listeners know. Every, almost everybody, if not everybody, involved in Castle Run Weekly is some form of chaotic. Yes. So, like, you should have expected this yes. immediately upon listening. Yeah, you always buckle up before you turn on Castle Run Weekly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, let's see. But back to Ventress going to attack the 3D printer. Yeah, seriously. So she's trying to go destroy 3D printers. Obi-Wan has managed to get back and recall Anakin to the city. And Obi-Wan is fighting Grievous. Surprise, you know. Anakin is now engaging Ventress in combat. Love that. That's gotta be a top top ten fight. Maybe? Maybe. I really like it. Question mark. Throughout the Clone Wars, when Ventress and Anakin, or Ventress and Mm Obi-Wan, are, like, fighting. Mm -hmm. Because... They're, they're always trying to, like, out-sass each other. Yeah! The whole time! Yeah! It's great. amazing. It is amazing. And just, that like, is the best part. And also because, like, Ventress has this mentality of, like, I don't care. And, like, she just radiates that energy. Whereas, like, Anakin is like, no, you need to stop being like that. And then... Uh, Sagi's like, I think not. Yeah. I'm just gonna continue doing it. Yeah. And Obi-Wan just doesn't want to deal with that. 
No. Obi-Wan's constantly rolling his eyes when Anakin or Ventress are around. Um, also, <clears throat> Obi-Wan apparently seemingly falls to his death, but an AWA saves him. Yep. Um, with the aid of a clone trooper platoon, Anakin secures the DNA sample from Ventress, but she manages to hop on onto Grievous's escape pod and get away. Um, <clears throat> we need to talk about really quick. Yes. How Ventress, Grievous, and Dooku get away every single time. They're like Team Rocket. They. <laughs> Yeah! They just blast off. Yeah! Every time, man! And I'm just like, y'all, you've been fighting them for so long, you gotta catch one of them. Just one! How long was the span of the book parts? Like, four years? Yeah, a couple years. Four years? Well, how old was Ahsoka when they. She was 14. And she's how old when they're done? In the Ahsoka book, she's 18. Okay. So four-ish years, three-ish years, yeah. maybe. We'll say, like, four and a half. Yeah. Or, no, three and a half to four years. Yeah. That's a good yeah. estimate. We could probably Google it, but it's fine. We don't need to. We don't need to. <laughs> We've got this. We're fine. Um, <clears throat> so, <laughs> meanwhile, Fives and Echo destroy attacking Aquadroids from a sniping yes, position. <laughs> You know what I think of anytime I hear the word snipe? This is that what? section it up where he's like, here, snipey, snipey. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's all I think of. I, or I just think of, like, the, um, oh my god. It's like a YouTube video with puppets, and they're like, snipe, snipe. Yeah. Um, but yes. it's just vibes and echo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Like, up somewhere just going, <laughs> Why isn't there a Star Wars version of that? There's gotta be. We should do that. We're, that's it. We're making one. We're making a Star Wars puppet song. I don't know yes. what they called that, but we're making a Star Wars one. Puppet theater. Puppet theater. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Fives and Echo are destroying Aqua Droids, sniping yes, after like, Aqua Droids. Well, yeah. Um, and then 99 brings some ammunition. Yeah, good job, 99. <laughs> yeah, we love him. Um, and then they retreat into the barracks. Cody and Rex are also there. Uh, and then they raise the morale of the young cadets. Um, and then they eventually re-equip themselves with whatever they need. And then they start fighting battle droids. And then... <sighs> 99 dies. Yeah, it's real sad. A moment of silence for 99. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Listen, I wanted it to be meaningful, but I was like, no, I'm sad. Um, so, 99 deserved the world. Yeah. He's a sweet Not angel. He deserved to retire to a nice lake house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where's his lake house on Naboo? Yes, exactly. Listen, a retirement home for clones on Naboo. That'd be cute. That'd be so cute. I'm um, sure Padme would have done some. Fully supported it. Here's um, me bringing Padme my one time. Oh my god, yeah. We should keep a tally. Yes. Of 
making sure that you bring it up, bring her up at least once every episode. Kian already does that on stream, so <laughs> so funny. Um, so the ending, the ending of the episode is Echo and Fives are promoted to Arc Troopers um, for their initiative and bravery. Yay, go team! Did they? So <clears throat> I just oh um is there training armor like what armor they end up actually having I don't know like later on or because there are troopers they oh, get new armor I think they get new that, armor as arc troopers That's what I was thinking but I was like 40% sure. <laughs> I think they get new armor as arc as arc troopers. Um, and if they don't, they get like upgrades to pieces. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, um, that's all I've got for these two episodes. We kind of just did a breakdown and had some chaos, but I love that. We, like you said, yes. we need that pretty often. Well, both episodes are pretty chaotic. True. At least in my opinion, they were chaotic. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong actually at all. No. Uh. But that's it for the first arc of season three. We're kicking it off strong. Okay, so we're going to do something a little different than normal. We are going to read our two most recent reviews. Um, we are normally going to try and do this on the main channel, but don't forget to leave the reviews. Leave it a five star, I think, on Apple Podcasts um, or wherever you can leave a review, and we will try to read it on the show. But Grace is going to read our two most recent ones. Grace, go ahead. Yes, so we have a review from Steve Cardali. It's a five-star review. Thank you very much. That says, really great. Enjoyable podcast on Star Wars. I've enjoyed every episode, and I've had a chance to listen and plan on downloading some older ones I've missed. And then we also have one from March 16th from Miss Nod. Thank you very much for leaving a review. A surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. Five stars. This podcast is so delightful that it almost makes me forget about the pandemic. Wow. As the time, at the time of recording this, we are in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, still. It's the blue shadow virus. It's the blue shadow virus, yeah. We're in the middle of the blue shadow virus. We will hopefully recover soon. Um, but thank you 100%. both uh, for leaving a review. So, again... For those of you listening, don't forget to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen that can take reviews. Um, And, yeah. I was like, I don't know what other apps, because I have Apple, and it lets me leave one. Um, Grace, go ahead and tell them where they can find you. So, I am the head moderator and administrator at twitch.tv slash Weekly, our Twitch channel, as well as our Discord server, which I will leave in the show notes, so you guys can all join the server and join our fun shenanigans, um, where we mostly talk about memes, Star Wars, Destiny 2, and I scream about droids on there, usually. <laughs> um, and then I'm also on Twitter at Amidala716. Nice. Um, I... <laughs> I can be found at cjerica on Instagram, at cjerica95 on Twitter, um, or on my blog at the Kyber Crystal with two L's, dot wordpress.com. Um, Star Wars Sunday, very on and off, but I do have lots of content still on the blog, so please go ahead over there and check that out. Um, <clears throat> we won't be doing, like, cons or anything for a while, but I'm also a cosplayer, so if you want to check out my cosplay Same. photography, um, that is over at panthera.studios, so check out our cosplay content, because we just be out here doing it, even though we can't leave our house in it. 
I love it. I love it so much. Um, and you can find the main channel. Here we go. Buckle up. <clears throat> you can find the main channel at Kessel Run Weekly on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Like Grace said, don't forget to join the Discord channel or go watch our Twitch streams at twitch.tv slash Kessel Run Weekly. You can visit the website at KesselRunWeekly.com where we have book reviews, blog posts, and the episodes. We are hopefully going to be uploading to the YouTube channel at some point this year. Um, I have a couple of things planned for that, so we'll see. Because, you know, like Grace said, we're in the middle of a pandemic, so some things had to get tossed aside for a little bit. Um, <clears throat> feel free to reach out to us if you are interested in being a guest on any of the shows. Clone Wars Commentary comes out every Wednesday. Main channel episodes come out every Friday. Um, and if we have a hiatus week, sincerest apologies, but thank you for sticking with us. Don't forget to leave those reviews. Yeah, we'll still be streaming. So, and the Instagram is the best place to get that schedule um, because Danny or Grace will post the schedule on the Instagram <clears throat> and share it. Oh, and don't forget, I always I forget about this one because I'm being more active on it, but the Kessel Crew on Facebook is our new Facebook yes. group. Um, okay. So we try to post a poll every day, just like a fun would you rather or how do you feel about this in Star Wars? Um, so definitely go there and interact there. That's probably the best way to um, get some Star Wars talk going when there's not an episode out. I think that's it. Is that it, Grace? Yes. That so is many it. things. Woo! All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And may the Force be with you.